to How Rude, an exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s sitcom and the new Netflix series, Full House slash Fuller House. I am one of your co-hosts, Brandon Shockney, and to my immediate left, annoyed already, new record, (laughs) uh, is uh, my co-host. Go ahead and say your name out loud, co-host. My name is John Parnasek, and together Brandon and I are just a couple of rude rude dudes, dudes, rude rude dudes. dudes. We're We're just a couple of rude dudes. You did it right that time. You chose to sing the song the way that we've always sung it. Doing things right is subjective. Don't touch me. (laughs) This will be fun. (laughs) And to our immediate left is our guest, an honorary rude dude for the week who will introduce herself now. Hi, I'm Robin Novak. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Not much. We just watched two episodes of a really terrible show. Those episodes were episodes 10 and 11 of Fuller House, known as A Giant Leap and Partnerships in the Night. <laughs> yeah. Robin, before we talk about those episodes, uh-huh. how did you grow up with the original sitcom Full House? How did I grow up with it? I I guess I was a fan. I, I don't know. I don't remember being obsessed with it, mm-hmm. but I definitely watched it. Casual I, fan. Yes. I, I identified with Michelle being three, you know? It was like, I'm also three. I know the struggle. You tapped on the glass and you went, hey, girl, hey. Hey, I know you. You, me, I, you. I feel your feels. <laughs> I feel your feels. Do you, uh, do you have siblings? I have an older sister. Okay. Do you guys have a DJ Stephanie dynamic or... I guess so, sure, Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I'm definitely the crazy one, you know? Yeah, we had a pretty standard sisterly relationship. Mm -hmm. You had your ups. You had your downs. If you you could say that you loved a show back then, like, say, like, in the 90s, what would it have been? If it wasn't Full House, what was at the top of the list? Rugrats, maybe? Rugrats. Good choice. Yeah, I feel like I was, I, I loved Rugrats. You were a Nickelodeon kid? I was a Nickelodeon kid. Yes, I Saturday, was very much a Saturday Night Nick? Snick? Snick, Snick. Snick at night. That's how Brandon uh, always relates to our guests. He's like, how about this? Snick? <laughs> Snick? Let me drop this bomb on you. Is that uh, <laughs> Rena Bells there? Secret Life of Alex Mack? I wanted to turn into I Mercury. And she was, she was, <laughs> she, I don't believe she turned into a pool <laughs> she of, looked, she, she turned into Mercury. silver living metal. Glib. I don't Liquid know. Liquid metal. I just always thought of it as like liquid, like goo. I didn't think of it as like metal or. Uh, it's like silvery and yeah. like shiny. Yes, it has the quality of metal. <laughs> a metal all I know quality. Is, all I know, she was one of my first like crushes, right? I Did was like, she I make Mac. Wow. your dick yeah. turn into a pool of mercury? No. Not uh, yet. Quite yet. 
Quite the opposite. It turned it into a rigid beam. Oh, lordy, lord. You should say that Robin is neatly tucked into her, her blankie. I am. My blankie. It's it's important to Friends be snuggly-wuggly yeah. when you're podcasting. I have a full stomach. I have a nice blankie. I'm you, ready for a nap. You're one of the guests now that we can say uh, you're on the list of guests who have brought us a snacky snack. Yeah. You're in yeah. the you're in the upper echelon the of top guests tier. because oh, you yes. brought a snack. Oh, great. Uh, other snacks have included, what, we remember donuts from Fred. Fred. Um, uh, there were other examples. Uh, baklava. Robin, how would you uh, summarize the first episode we watched, A Giant Leap, uh-huh. in like one sentence? Love triangle meets baseball. That's all. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say. Meets baseball. Perfect. <laughs> and that's all. Yeah. It was this. That was especially a light content episode. I think we're going to be able to let, knock this one out of the baseball park. Oh, ha, ha. <sighs> The second episode is much more intriguing and has more content, I think. Barely. Yeah. I feel like they're pretty light. Those baskets I, I, I are easy I to preferred, carry. I think I preferred the first one. A giant much. leap. Yeah. What about a giant leap like, do you think puts it over partnerships? I like the kind of field trip adventure of it, like going to a new place. You like sure. when uh, like sitcom families get to like travel yeah, places? and go places, and then you like look at everyone in the background. Mm-hmm. And, and like, you had a very clear investment in like who you thought should win out in that love triangle. I, yeah, I still uh, do. So uh, you were at the live event, so you saw the pilot episode, mm-hmm. and then did you say as we were recording that you watched the second episode and then you dipped out, right? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was over it. I think a lot of people at that event were like, well, I'm curious yeah, to see what else is you know, coming I, up. I thought they set it up pretty well. I mean, I liked that they kind of poked fun at themselves, and it was sure. just like, we know what we're doing. But I think with like you know having the original cast there, I feel like that kind of added the magic mm-hmm. whereas like now it's like oh okay we're trying to do something different mm-hmm. you know well, yeah, trying these- to do something different with a lot of parallels yeah, so many and like very <sighs> like heavy handed like they'll hey al- remember this they'll always be so indebted I mean we talked about it we, we talk about it a lot just like the push and pull of they're so indebted to the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they have to, at some point, start creating well, their own dynamics. This, I, I talked about the po- the pattern last podcast. They do one episode of a character comes back, and then they do two episodes or so of, like, no cameos, mm-hmm. and then another episode of, like, major character coming back. I wonder so how they much try to balance it. They get paid for it. Like, I wonder oh, how much, to like, come what and the do deal is. Yeah. For, like, what has to amount to, like, maybe a couple of hours of shooting, if that. Yeah. Especially for Jesse in, in that last episode with all of the roses. Yeah. He was barely on set, I'm sure, for an hour. If you were one of the original cast members and they said, Robin... We need you to come back and play your classic character, Wendy. Wendy. Uh, Wendy, who was the woman who lived next door okay. and shook a pot and a pan, <laughs> a pot and a pan in each hand. Uh, that was Wendy. <laughs> just shook them. You didn't kids! Make, didn't make any noise. It's just no. silent <laughs> shaking. This is made so much more ridiculous the that, fact you're wearing, that you have a blanket on. And that you have puppet hands You look like a crazy ghost. <laughs> you look like you have nubs under your blanket. Um, so what would you want is a, a check amount. Like, we're writing the check for you, Robin. Oh, man. Where is my career now? So like the other child actors, maybe. We'll, we'll put you in a... She didn't play a child. She was an adult. She okay. played an adult yeah. Well, let's put her in, in the... Um, okay. Let's not give her Jesse-level fame. Okay. But you're not a coolie. coolie. She's, so let's say you have a Saget level of fame. You do oh, the stand-up okay. circuit. You appear every now and then in the projects of other former cast members. But you're not cynical yeah. like him. You're not cynical. You have a good heart. Guys, this is. Do you tough. want 10k? 
for all your appearances in general? We'll give you a flat 10K to appear as many times as we want. I would want like. In that first season, maybe. In one yeah. season. I would maybe say like 20. I don't think that's unfair. But then we've also talked about what kind of budget would a show like this have in general? Sure. Well, Netflix, you know, they got money. Uh, so this episode is all about uh, how Stephanie is, start, is starting this new sort of casual relationship with this San Francisco Giants player known as Hunter, Hunter Pence. Pencey, or I forget how they say his last name. Hunter, it's got a weirder yeah, pronunciation than you would Bispo. expect. Bispo? Bispo? Oh, I'm sorry. Our Boos- friend is here. Boosball. Everyone in the house is a San Francisco Giants fan. And not just a casual fan. Diehards. Diehards. Die we even find With out that Jackson's, oh boy, Jackson's uh, wannabe love interest, Lola, the she worst. loves baseball. Yeah. But and she's-, she's such a clear mean girl slash clueless character. I think she's supposed to what be like. What are you like, saying, John? What? The girl's. Can't like baseball? I'm not saying that. But I thought she was like into like shopping and the finer things, not like the bourgeoisie game of baseball. She's a complex woman. Yeah. It's called layers. Have you ever seen a Russian nesting doll? You look upon it at first glance and say, what a large Russian woman I see before me. Twist pop. Who is that? A smaller woman inside her. Twist pop. Who is that? A smaller woman inside her. Twist pop. Who is that? An even smaller woman inside her. Twist pop. Who is that? The smallest woman in the world. Twist pop. My mistake. There's an even tinier woman inside her. But just because they're tiny doesn't mean they don't have big hearts. Well, and then sometimes you want to hide the parts of yourself that you're not afraid, you're afraid to show. So then it's... So are we saying that Lola yeah, is... the, the Russian, Russian nesting doll. doll. Okay. Even yeah. though she's part of wine. That's fair. That's fair. And this episode is popping her and opening her. What? <laughs> it's what? They're, they're doing well It's cracking her, her open. <laughs> Whoa. Uh-oh. Oh, no, the pipes. So, yeah, anyone, everyone loves baseball. And the problem with Stephanie dating this guy is that ever since she started stupping him, uh, Hunter. Stupping. Stupping him. Uh-huh. The problem. How far do you think they've gone? Sorry. They have totally fucked. Yeah, they've boned. And that's the problem. Like, do you think he, he brings the fork into play? You have to explain <laughs> what you're talking about. If He's got this weird, uh, <laughs> he loves eating pizza with a fork. So he's got a gold fork around his neck. He's a rich baseball player. There's no way he doesn't incorporate this into the bedroom. The fork, the you're fork. saying. The yes. pizza fork. What would he yeah. do to her with it? Take would he it pretend out, she's pizza? Like, it's like a tickler. He, he, oh, a scratcher? I, I, I was going to say. scratcher? I was going to say he was going to prod her and be a like. A nibbler? Not done yet. What? Yeah. What do you mean not, not done, done yet? yet? Not, like not cooked it's all like the way through. Checking your steak. Not cooked all the way through. Not what done does yet. that mean in terms of Put sex? Put a fork through me. I'm done or something. You Put know, a fork in me? Through me. Through, through me. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> Such baseball strength. But I like it better as just like something you kind of like drag down someone's face. <laughs> well, I mean, it's ah, nice that they're, they're probably so having soothing. great sex. The problem is that ever since he started stooping her... He hasn't been able to hit a fucking single ball at a yeah. game. He's striking out left and right, and the crowds only know her as the mysterious blonde. Mm-hmm. Maybe he twirls her hair like spaghetti. And they all blame her. Stop talking about the fork. I'm going to just maybe say that right. if you have any more thoughts about the fork, get them in now because we're maybe going to have to shut the book on it. Three or four prongs. I the fork? Remember. Yeah. Probably like four. Okay. He can it afford it. It looked a standard Not a fork salad that fork. they painted... <laughs> 
fucking gold, right? You don't think it's solid gold? You think it's oh, painted come gold? On. He ain't got that think kind of Hunter money. Pense. Pense. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cheapo? Hello, yeah. Mr. Hunter Pense. Here's your gold-plated fork. Man, I didn't tell you to give me a gold-plated fork. I told you to give me a gold shot. That is shot. not, not how it sounds in the slightest. No, nice try, though. Hey there, Lightning McQueen. So, yeah, we, we find out that uh, Stephanie is a jinx. Um, it's all uh-huh. over the internet that she's the mysterious blonde. Yeah, which I hate that they blame her. It's like, no, homeboy can't hit a ball. Like, don't blame the woman he's with. Well, and it's it's it, they're, they're <clears throat> pulling from real-life situations because, of course, I don't know enough about sports specifically to give, a, like, a, an actual example. <laughs> <laughs> What do you know about sports? I know What lots. the fuck do you know about sports? What do you want to know? Scores, stats, players? I want I you. All of them. I got them all. Just I want you. All of it. About all sports. Yeah. Name, th- name 30 baseball teams. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, that's one. This is the test. That's the second 30 one. 30 baseball teams. That's the third one. <laughs> that laugh is the fourth one. These are, ba- these are teams. That's the fifth one. <laughs> I'm shortstop on the ha, 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 ha team. That's the sixth team. <laughs> That laugh is a seventh. Robin, you shaking your head? Don't help him, because that's an eighth. For all we know, it's true. That's a ninth. I'm going to take a nap. That's no! You when you're done. No, Robin! Wake up! Guys, my favorite baseball team I'll is feed you I'm going to take pipes. a nap. But I'm going to take a naps. All those letters and all the words you just said add up to 30 C. So that cool. bit's done. I'm glad we finished this bit. Yeah. Well, that's the baseball part of your summary, Robin. But what about yeah. this love triangle? What's going on with the love triangle? Well, DJ's torn between two torn. men. One is very attractive and one is so-so. The very attractive <laughs> one is Dr. Matt. Yeah. The veterinarian. Matt. Who's very attractive. I will say it again. What do you find? What, is, what do you like about him? Oh, man, he's just like tall. And you, you know, like a tall fella? Oh, yes, of course I do. Tall trick. What's water. your minimum? My minimum. There's no Hi. minimum. Four foot two. There is. Everyone has a minimum. No, no. <laughs> I would say like 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 an inch below me and a. What? You, and you, above. you absolutely cannot talk into the blanket <laughs> while you're being recorded. Like I could do here. You could do. <laughs> so at your eyebrows? Yeah. You do to the you eyebrows. Could be a little shorter than me. How tall are you? I'm five eleven. So five, five nine. nine. <laughs> Yeah, I could do five nine. Actually, that seems like like Steve seems like a like real a five eight. Of like an inch. <laughs> he does seem like a five eight, more like a five seven. <laughs> and you know, Steve's dick is like cool to the touch, no matter what the situation. Ooh, that seems like a neat superpower. <laughs> cool to it's the sort touch. of it, the slit in the in the dick hole, the slit of the oh. of the dick. Mm-hmm. Probably oh. like moves like it's a little mouth. Oh. And there's like a, a hair Stop. coming out of it. John. He's got a gross dick is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, John, your boner. My boner. <laughs> they did my end boner. up kissing in this episode. Yeah, there's a lot of kissing. Uh, How does it work? DJ kisses Matt, and she's like, oh, he's the one. Yeah. I got to go tell Steve because it's my responsibility as a woman to tell this creep who I haven't encouraged in any way right. that I'm going to like let him go. Right. Even though, as you were saying, like, what is the responsibility? Why does she feel the need? To have this conversation yeah, with him. No, she's a strong, independent woman. Doesn't need to fuck explain herself to anyone. No. Uh, Steve has been a weirdo since the pilot. No, every single appearance yeah. he's made has been forced, sweaty, and clammy. Date me! Yeah. Date it's me, so fuck unattractive. Me. If you want to be me. <laughs> uh, but then Steve pulls a kiss on her in the backyard. And she digs it. 
It's a surprise. Yeah, which, yeah, that's weird. Like, she's she's obviously trying to put on the brakes, and he's obviously not listening to her. He won't then, let her get a word in edgewise. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, no, I'm in love with you, too. <laughs> yeah. And then they all go to the baseball game, and DJ doesn't realize that Steve is there as well. Right, Steve is riding solo to the baseball game. He's <laughs> solo. He's sitting in the middle of a group of, like, 30 <laughs> men with awful oh, hats. Everyone's wearing hats. Meanwhile, his, hat. Mine- his hair is melting. In the sun. What about the hats, Robin? Well, everyone's wearing a hat except for him. Yeah, there's a lot of fedoras. If you put That's a, something we could if kill. If you put a hat on that. At a baseball game, too. Who's wearing a fedora to a baseball game? Fucking jackass. That's the wrong hat choice. Gangsters. 1920s gangsters. <laughs> guys of guys and dolls fame. Yeah, it's me, the Italian gorilla. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm at the baseball game. <laughs> Well, if it isn't two-tone dice balls. <laughs> he's got a metal jaw, and he's a pirate rapist. Look out! It's Dick Tracy. <laughs> no, that's not like... Are you warning me about Dick Tracy? Let's get out of this baseball yeah. game. Dick Tracy's here. <laughs> 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 Neither of us have seen anything Dick Tracy related. We're nope. just like, whatever. <laughs> oh, brother. So DJ doesn't realize that Steve is in the midst. Yeah, and the kiss can mm-hmm. lands on her and Matt. Mm-hmm. She's trying to explain to Matt, like, hey, Steve kissed me, but she can't get a word in edgewise because right. apparently Again. she just has no ability to express herself. Yeah, and no one's listening to her. And, well, and she's, she's not going to try to tell him that her and Steve kissed. She's going to be like, hey, I know you're moving back to Miami. Long-distance relationships don't work. Right. Yeah, um, I feel like, is this something we've heard before that Matt wants to move to Miami? No, that's where he's from. He was okay. never, I think he was never going to be permanent. He was just filling in while his dad was gone. Right? Right. His dad went on vacation. So it was always going to be that he was going to head back eventually. And so, yeah, this um, is why, this is how DJ, yeah, she justifies being with Steve potentially because Matt, she doesn't want to do a long-term relationship. Long distance. Long distance, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, the kiss cam comes by several times on Matt and DJ. The first time, she Kisses eludes Max. it by turning to Max and kissing him. Yeah. Smart move. Um, yeah, kiss which is adorable. Kiss your son. Kiss yeah, your son. Kiss your son. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second time it comes around and she's like, Okay, fine, little peck on the cheek. Matt gives her a peck on the cheek. Yeah, and Steve's like, oh, see you guys. She's just being polite. She's a good mom, I think he says at one point. Steve is also, we should say, at the baseball game by himself. I don't yeah. think he knows any of these men. Right. right. He's like, that's my girl. All these men wearing fedoras at a baseball game. Fedoras. He found his crew. Bowlers, fezzes, beanies, berets. <laughs> no baseball hats. Crowns? And one Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> It's Dick Toishi. He was the baseball the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) And then the third Jumbotron, she's like, fine, fine. I'll make out with you in front of millions of people. (laughs) And it's a good kiss. It's a good good, good kiss. It makes Steve angry. And horny. (laughs) Because he's like, that should be my mouth. And then he gets uh, That's exactly how he says it, too. (laughs) My mouth. That should be my mouth. Dick Toishi. <laughs> Brandon's really tickled by the Dick Tracy I like, bit. I like, yeah. <laughs> I like Dick. <laughs> Don't, Robin, you stay with us. You, you stay with us. And she walks out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um, so yeah, he gets kicked out of the baseball game for his he, anger, for his rage. 
if that isn't like a sign, like a red flag to be like, I'm not going to date that man. Come on, DJ. wash that man right out of your hair, DJ. Yeah, like that's weird and gross. And it's like, you guys aren't a couple. You guys kissed that morning. Like, yeah, get over it. And he forced the kiss on you. Yes. Like she, of course, she reciprocated she she it. She liked it. Yeah, she did like it. There's like that chemistry there from 20 sure. years ago. Yeah, when they were children. It's the the show is trying to is looking at the audience and going, "What do you like more, nostalgia? We'll do whatever you want, or re- like or something future. new." According to the audience, every time Steve gets a fucking ace out of his sleeve and like gets a good move in, they the audience nuts. goes nuts. They want it. They don't they, like Matt as much. They I don't. don't think. They don't care. If, if Fernando, if Fernando and Kimmy in the finale were like this close to getting back together, and then Bitterman showed up in the last five minutes, the audience would immediately switch sides. Bitterman, like, Bitterman, yes, because he's from the original series, yeah. and they would choose him over like anything else. Fuck a dude named Bitterman. <laughs> they go to leave the um, baseball game uh, because uh, Stephanie tries to. She sings, "Take sing. me out to the ball game in the seventh inning." Yes, yeah. but everyone recognizes her as. The jinx. Well, so they immediately start to boo her. This fat guy who's been sitting behind the family has been terrorizing them the entire game. He steals Max's foul ball. Max wants to take a foul ball to show and tell on Monday. He fucking steals it from a little kid and says to Max, there's going to be a lot of disappointments in your life. Oh, no, I'm sitting on my nachos. Yeah. He's a big, fat fuck, and it's hilarious. Because he's big and fat. We were all <laughs> roaring with laughter over here. Like lions, oddly. Yeah, we, we were raffle, literally roaring. Roar. Straight up rafflecopter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What's a rafflecopter? Rolling on the floor we're laughing. Copter. <laughs> so you were doing like a whoop, 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 like, like spinning around on, yeah. on your side? Yeah. <laughs> you Don't you remember? You were here. You were watching it yeah. happen. I you saw me do that. it. Well, maybe I was roaring like a lion too much. <laughs> too much. And I wasn't checking it with you two. I was a little mm-hmm. bit too involved with my own roaring. And then I uh, ascended Pride Rock. Yeah. And I killed my gay ass uncle. <laughs> who was trying to fuck my mom. <laughs> wow, I don't remember any of that. Maybe you were a bit too involved in your own roaring. Maybe. I'm afraid of the shadow end of the gym. Can't even get through it. Can't even do my Ace's Scar impression. Remember yeah. who you are. Is that a gay Mufasa? <laughs> oh, no, it's Dick Choicey. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> can we talk about the flashbacks? Yeah. The, like the sort of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can. Sure can. Yeah. So when they get, I, I will say, let's say really quick that as they're leaving, Max does catch a foul ball, uh, and it's this terrible a home CGI. Run ball. Yeah, even better. Right, right. They're outside of the stadium. Yeah, and Jackson has like an earpiece, and he's like, "Wait a second, <laughs> it's coming in." <laughs> Max, stand right there. <laughs> Max catches. Oh man. Okay, because Jackson, there's bits. and Lola. They had a whole thing where they were. They went to like up high in the stadium together mm-hmm. and, like, watch the game, just the two of them, and he bought her a $300 signed jersey that he yeah. paid with Matt's credit card. That's about it. <laughs> yep. And then, oddly enough, they had sex and now she's pregnant. <laughs> Lola's pregnant with a baby. That we learned this in 28 minutes. Didn't happen. 
Oh, you know what was? I was roaring. <laughs> you were roaring. Too and much. I think I was just trying to fill in what I thought was happening. Right, it's well, okay. that's weird. So, um, okay. so yeah, these flashbacks, when the love triangle sort of comes to a head, mm-hmm. at one point, Matt's like, oh, right, uh, Steve, you think, you think you're better than me? You think you, d- you deserve to be with DJ? Well, let's, let's, they all go back to the house, oh, well, let's, and let's, the two guys show up at the same to time. To talk about so what happened. all there that, together. Yeah, I was sort of trying to, like, gloss over that a little bit by saying when the but love triangle like, comes to a head. Yeah, but that doesn't, so that doesn't. We can fight if you want. Uh, not only are there flashbacks, there are flashbacks that include them. They are able to like stand in and observe. Well, we were flabbergasted because Matt flashes back to a kiss we saw maybe one or two episodes ago, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and we were like, "This is not a flashback that is necessary." It I was mean, a Robin, very scintillating kiss. It was new for you. It was yeah. new for me. I was very taken off guard by it. Were you even well, more off taken off guard when the characters entered this past? time and started yes. commenting on yes, it. Yes, that's fair. I was more taken off guard when they stepped into this weird universe that they created for themselves. Yeah. And they were like, whoa, look at this hot kiss. Steve, do you see what I'm seeing? Yes, I do. How does uh-huh. he see what they're seeing? Doesn't make sense. sense. And then Steve's yeah. like, I've got you pegged. I'm going to peg you. And Let's then, flash back 20 years. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then the audience goes crazy because it's a full house clip. They're like, yes, yes. Finally. I live for this. A full house club that we haven't even covered yet because no. in our coverage we haven't even met Steve. It, it looks like it's show. it looks really? like it's prom, uh, and they uh, Steve and DJ share a kiss, and then it's paused, and then the adults come in and they make comments about how Steve doesn't have that head of hair anymore. Yeah, um, and then Kimmy and which Stephanie are he like, does Whoa. say something like which our kids will have, which I think is also kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. And Matt goes not for long. Zing, zing, <laughs> bada bang. So many zings this episode. All that hair's going to fall off their heads, and it's going to land on their pubes. <laughs> it's going to turn into pubes. Uh, the whole thing comes to a real Betty and Veronica uh, ending, where at first, Matt's like, you know what? I'm out. Like, I don't want to... And Which I thought was going to be the mature thing of being like, you know what? This is really childish and bullshit. I'm not going to like fight for you with some like creepy dude. I'm out. Right. So he goes and leaves. And Steve's like, I'm doing the same thing. So Steve leaves and holds the door open for Matt. Matt walks out. Steve closes it behind Matt. He's like, I'm back in. And the audience <laughs> goes bananas. Yeah. Like, that was the funniest thing we've ever seen in our lives. They're like, but Steve, it's so yes. creepy. Get out of my house. You said that, I think, many times. You were like, Steve. Because it's just like boundaries, Steve. Like, come on. And like DJ even said, she's like, hey, guys, remember how my husband died? Like, this is the first time I've dated anyone in 15 years. <laughs> guys, just like, you know, respect her. Like, and what does she have in common with Steve now? It does, they've not done a good enough they, job to, under, to explain how they connect as people. They today. only right. have memories. And right. what the show is saying is that that is enough. That's, and it's never you have, enough. You have a, like a history. Like, that should be enough to justify now. Like, it's crazy. Do you yeah. guys listen to Stuff You Should Know? They just did an episode this week on nostalgia. Like, they're kind of, like, focused on it. It was like, you can't just, like, live off of that. Like, nostalgia is bad. Like, you can't, li- yeah. Well, what kind of experiences? Like, looking back on your own past, or do they talk about, like, cultural nostalgia as well? Uh, both. Yeah, I mean, they kind of covered the gambit. Okay. But, like, yeah, it's just, like, kind of not sustainable. Like, always thinking about, like, the, the past as being better than what you have now, because that's never the case. You can't tell that to people on uh, Facebook. Man, they, they are they sucking that dry. They want the past. Yeah. I don't want to. Don't make me live in the now. 
I'm not happy right now. Just gotta get who is, into man? the TV. Who is? Who is? Nobody. Mm-hmm. Give me my strawberry shortcakes. Give me my Care Bears. Give me my Mugrats. My Mugrats. They just watch. Mugrats. They watch Full House and then they watch Pleasantville. And they're like, I want to go into the TV. <laughs> put me in TV. Don Knotts, put me in TV. Please. Oh, there's, of course, also the gay kiss. Uh-oh. <laughs> they go to kiss either side of DJ's cheeks, and she pulls back, and boy, do they go at it. She pulls back in a moment that I honestly, it's so clear that she only pulls back for the sake of this joke. Because why would she pull away from a kiss on the you cheek? See, I read it more as like they missed, like they were both going in for her cheek, and she was like oh. waiting for it. But then they like just hit each other. I because we watched it again, and she she does yank herself like out. Oh, okay. She kind of does this thing of like, Ugh, like oh, these two crazy men. <laughs> not I was my so cheeks. distracted by Ugh, not my cheeks. We were also roaring with laughter. We were, we were, and then the gay kiss happened, and there's more. nothing funnier than men kissing. So. <laughs> And then it cuts to Stephanie and Kimmy who have been watching the entire time. Kimmy's disgusted face at seeing two men kiss was insane. She's like, I kind of want to, I said during the Jumbotron sequence, they showed other baseball couples and I was like, you know, I do think that we've broken the wall and like we do Jumbotron for like gay couples as well. I mean, I think it used to be a joke at baseball games where like that was a gag. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my, we pointed the Jumbotron at two dudes. We're bros. And it'd be like, Gross, we would never. This is hilarious, but I think now that is actually done in a genuine feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I'm annoyed that Fuller House didn't do that. Do you think the people in charge of the Jumbotron just have a harder time point, like, finding? Well, who's to know who is gay? <laughs> we can't possibly begin to pit. We could get sued. Robin, if you could chess. date any athlete, who would you date? Are there any athletes that you find to be sexy? God, dude, I don't you know. You can't say Michael Jordan. <gasps> Why, Why not? Because it's too obvious. Too easy. Because D- he's deeper, too sexy? Deeper cut. Yeah, you go know, deeper cut than Michael Jordan. Is there anyone that, any athletes that come to mind for you, Brandon? <laughs> Vanessa Williams. Man, that's the Michael Jordan for, like, <laughs> yeah, ladies. Yeah, just went there. That's an obvious answer. You don't know nothing about sports. Hold on. <laughs> you don't know nothing about sports. Vanessa <laughs> Williams. I'm going to say Hunter Pence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the San Francisco Giants? Yeah. Do you know him? Yeah, I, I do. Let's talk about the next episode. It's called Partnerships in the Night. Partnerships in the Night. Robin, how would you summarize that episode? What happened? Uh, Stephanie and Kimmy <laughs> form pair <A>. up <laughs> to throw a party while DJ... <laughs> Loses a promised job. Very good. Well okay. done. Uh, so I'm sorry. Did you think of any athletes, or nothing came to mind necessarily? I don't know. I would fuck Tom Daly, the <laughs> Olympic diver. Had that one in the chamber? Good huh? Yeah. Oh, good to know. Yeah, I feel like I'll probably think of mine like in two hours. So I'll I'll let you know in two hours. <laughs> I'll put it in the description of the episode if you, if you think of. Okay. Well. Oh, can I forget that fellow? <laughs> Michelle or Kwan? woman or woman? Right, Michelle Kwan. Maybe I would want to scissor. <laughs> Michelle Kwan? <Is> Tanya Harding. <laughs> That's a throwback. That's a throwback. Um, this episode was interesting because this one drew the parallel 
of uh, how Joey and Jessany go, go into business together with the Jingles. Now uh, Stephanie and Kimmy get paired up to uh, for Kimmy's uh, advertise or uh, party business. Mm-hmm. Um, so now Stephanie is kind of like the assistant or like go. Uh, what do you what do you call him? The gopher. Gopher. Yeah. yeah, she's the gopher for Kimmy, basically getting the supplies and whatnot. Which is insane because it almost implies that Kimmy has no staff, which is really bizarre. Well, in the baseball episode, she was doing some like viral in the moment grassroots marketing with her daughter, mm-hmm. shoving signs in people's faces. So who knows how well this event business is mm-hmm. actually doing? Right. It seems like they have money because that party that they end up throwing is a bash. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. So, yeah, DJ's boss, uh, Matt's dad, is returning, um, and he's actually retiring. Uh, So uh, he is throwing this big party that was originally supposed to be... I think just a classic retirement party. Yeah, yeah. But then Um, he decided to put a fucking theme on top of it. So he he was going to be... He's going to uh, India uh, after his retirement. Um, So he... Uh, once a India themed party, uh, Bollywood style. Yes, which is not since not since NBC's Smash have we ever seen more white people uh, dipping their toes into Indian culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, yikes and yikes! Yeah, it does feel a little um, disrespectful, maybe. Or Robin, you seem to just, have maybe mixed uh, feelings about yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's just like it didn't seem like it, they were like. It seemed more like it's, they were honoring them as right. opposed to. It was, we're, we're honoring. We're, it well, seems, no, but it seems you know, harmless. It's just like, yeah, right. they were they they were dancing traditional Bollywood style. Sure, dance. sure, they sure. Were, White people know. love to have fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not trying to like negate that because they're that's absolutely true. The big conflict of this is supposed to be that uh, before the party, uh, DJ's boss lets her know that he's going to be giving the business to Matt instead of her. Even though, as DJ says, she's been there for like what seven and a half years. Yeah. And she has been told explicitly that the business ha- is was going to be going to her. Mm-hmm. So this is bullshit. Right. I mean, the, the doctor explains it by saying, like, oh, I thought my son was going to move back to Miami. But he chose to live here so he could be with you. And so, great. So now I can just fucking pass my business along. Mm-hmm. So rude. It's very rude. And How rude. rude. She gets so upset about it that she actually starts formulating this plan to set out on her own. Which actually, I think you could make a case that by the end of this episode, maybe she should still want to do that. I would like, I do like the idea that DJ would, if you want to own a business that much, and it's Mm -hmm. that important to you, like make an animal clinic of your own. Right. But that's not what ends up happening. No. Robin, what what ends up happening? Matt ends up offering 50-50. Yeah. Over which, this business. Which I feel like in the moment you were like, that's just nuts. Well, yeah, I don't know. I just, I was very supportive of DJ opening her own practice. It seemed like something she wanted to do. And then to be like, actually, no, I'll just split this with my boyfriend. That's fine, too. Oh, and there's yeah. a there's a cursory line about business mixing with pleasure. And yes. they're like, it'll be fine. It's Great. working well so we, far. We've been dating for six weeks. <laughs> what could go wrong? Right. Let's enter this this partnership for years, for years, for years. years. Oh, man. But also, I mean, DJ did say she loves her customers. She loves the pets she works with. She doesn't want to lose them. I get it. You want to see those pets, those regulars, you establish those connections. You don't want to meet all these new animals. Right. Who are these new animals? Yeah, like. Gross. Gross. I don't know you, cat. (laughs) 
Um, so, but the more inexplicable B plot that's going on in this episode is oh, that oh. Uh, Jackson and Ramona uh, steal DJ's computer because they want to go to this website uh, that will allow oh, them to watch that. R-rated movies, uh, whatever R-rated movie they Without want. Without an adult. Right. So uh, Jackson hacks into the computer and bypasses the parental controls and gets to the website and suddenly a virus uh, takes over the computer. There's this big screen that goes, you got pwned, and it has a skull and crossbones yeah. and matrix code Which like, is spilling what happens, down. right, when you get a virus. That's right. Yeah. Every every computer virus, it doesn't matter if it's a movie, TV show from the last 30 years, it's always a skull with a snake coming out of its mouth or like a worm like eating an apple going ah, ah, ah. You've been pwned. The craziest <laughs> line in this is that uh, Jackson's like, oh no, We'll need a hundred dollars to get rid of this virus. What is this? What rate? are they going to do? <laughs> yeah, I'm, they're going to yeah. go to that cafe down the street. You know that computer repair slash cafe. Uh huh. Some like Me? Weasley guy who's like, "Hello, would you like your VHS tapes transferred to DVD?" One hundred dollars. I'll do whatever you want to your computer. <laughs> I'll put porn on it if you want. I'll take porn off of it. <laughs> I'll put it on top of it. Under it. It's all porn related. I can only do porn stuff, but I'm Would you like a bad coffee? No, thank you. There's no lighting in here. Yeah. And there never will be. Oh. <laughs> Did it, acne it. it just Oh no. Uh they they're like, we need a hundred dollars, and suddenly little Max spins around in his big poofy chair. He's sitting in a recliner. It's right next to the stairs. That doesn't it's make just, sense. It's just so he can like Spin around. He's doing yeah. a doctor, like a light Doctor Evil, mm-hmm. like yeah. Max. He's like, well, well, well. Look who comes crying. Money, you say? If there's money you need, well, I have it. Oh, also, as you pointed out at the beginning of this scene, Ramona ostensibly is coming down the stairs. But the baby gate is in front of the stairs, mm-hmm. so she's coming from nowhere. <laughs> it's clearly just like action. It's bullshit. <laughs> like she goes and sits on the couch. Like she could have just as easily come from the washing machine area into the living room right. as well. But they just decided to be fucking stupid and lazy about the blocking. That's right. Uh, so yeah, they go upstairs with Max, and he's like, "Look at this big bag of fucking singles I got, you fucks." Because he saves up all his money from allowance and holidays and birthdays. How old is he? Like seven, seven six, <laughs> I was like six, four, 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 three. Two, one. Uh, Get it. Last off. Okay. So, uh, but so Max makes them into his like servants to pay for this money. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you don't have to pay me back in actual cash. You can just rub my little tiny feet while singing. What song do they sing to him? Uh, this little piggy. Oh yeah. (laughs) And he's like, no, 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 don't. Very uncomfortable. He's like, don't rush it. Gentle. Sing it gentle. Do you think this was a my... sexual experience? No. I no, mean, no, no, no. They're children. But it's like... <laughs> <laughs> also, how do you sing this little piggy? Not much of a melody. This little piggy went, went to market. market. It's like a Rex Harrison <laughs> tune. <laughs> Jay Money. Oh, Jay man. Jay Money is in they, the house. They call Jackson out, I think, at one point, Ramona. It's just like, no one calls you Jay Money, and that's the worst running gag in this whole series. Mm-hmm. Stop referring to yourself as Jay Money. So we get to the actual party, um, and everyone's kind of decked out in mm-hmm. their, um, what do you call them? Uh, Saris? Sorry. Yeah. Yes. And everything is lots very- Lots of midriff. Yeah, lots of midriff. Everything is like, got this- Eyebrows. What? Yeah, we get it. You want to like lick I was, their, lick I their was very. I was very like, I'm very excited to see Stephanie, and I was kind of let down by her look. 
What about it? Well, yeah. She had that, like, her, like, eye makeup was, uh, like, really yeah. intense. Borderline, like, Cleopatra almost. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling that. I thought DJ looked great. Well, yeah. there you have it. Brandon calling him out. I mean, she's going to get my Honey Pot Hot Award. Stephanie's still going to get your Honey no, no, Pot no. Hot Award? DJ. DJ. Okay. DJ and her, sorry. Well, I was going to say, everything has this glitter look to it. Everything's yeah. very uh, shiny, and in that way, it's almost sort of like uh, not realistic. It almost comes off as almost like a fantasy Arabian Nights type thing. Yeah, oh my god, it is appropriating quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the worst moment is when Doctor Harmon uh, Senior is like, "Oh, I must give up all of my worldly possessions," and it's like, "Yeah, dude." Yeah, I take back what I said. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, there are lots of people of color there, including what I have to assume are some actors of Indian yeah, descent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's know, weird. and it, you know, as a white woman, like, who am I to be like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not fine. It's, it's weird. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I, I forgot, I completely forgot, leading up to this party, uh, Stephanie in her errands was supposed to cl- get all this stuff. As Kim puts it, anything remotely Indian. At Target. <laughs> at Target. Target. Uh, what at Target is remotely Indian? And Stephanie brings back a cow. A dairy cow. A dairy cow. A full cow in the in the dining room. A cow who does not want to be there. And is this supposed to be... Does she, does she explain this by saying, like, oh, in Indian culture, the cow is sacred? Because I want to raise my hand and go, I don't think the dairy cow is what you would see. Sacred cow, in yes. In an Indian village. And it, it's it's there for the party, just hanging out. Hanging out, making patties. Uh, the Bollywood number is a little awkward, not only because of the appropriation, mm-hmm. but because they don't know how to film it. There's only so much depth to the set, so they don't know how to like make it seem dynamic. Right, they're like, oh, uh, uh, Stephanie's like, we gotta start livening things up. And she like goes out there and just starts like getting into it and like drags Kimmy out, and they start doing it in like unison. Stephanie always says that in parties. She said yeah, that she's like, too. it's my time to like to make it a party. Yeah. Uh, and then the only thing I like is uh, Matt is, is at first like, hey, you know what? Like, this isn't really my thing. And then he immediately like snaps into the uh, choreography. I'm kidding. I it totally the is. Thing. I I was into the dancing. The choreography was fun. I it's like that. Surreal. I like Bollywood dancing. It's surreal because there's also like crazy lighting that happens. Mm-hmm. Suddenly there's like a grid above them that's like colored gels. And it's like they all know the moves. Yeah. It's very strange. And Max is doing it too with this dead serious look on his face. Mm-hmm. Like I learned this choreography. Well, you can tell he's yeah he's concentrating hard. This kid. He's wheeled in by Jackson and Ramona in a wagon dressed like a fucking little Prince Ali character. Mm-hmm. And he's spouting off, like, vague Indian wisdom, too. Mm. He lets them off the hook eventually and is like, you're going to have to pay me back, but... I might be enlightened, but I ain't stupid. Uh, Oh, do we mention that Matt, when he sees little Tommy's outfit, he goes, oh, where'd you get your hat? Turban Outfitters? (laughs) He said that? He said that. It's oh, the worst. Geez. It made me feel gross. Mm-hmm. What I mean, was I even thinking? <laughs> now, let's, you know, put this out there. We don't need to say this because it's obvious. Uh, I've done some problematic voices on this show, and I'm going to admit that that's uh, fucking dumb on my part, but when you see it, when you just see it, and everyone involved with this production yeah. was like, this was okay, that's pretty astounding. Yeah, especially, yeah, I mean, the show, literally, like, there's no diversity in it. Yeah, like, Fernando's not involved really? with this. I mean, yeah, yeah there's not a lot, nah. And to be like, yeah, let's throw a party in this theme of these people who aren't included. <laughs> If I was running an event planning business and someone told me that, like, I want an Indian party, I'd be like, 
okay, well then maybe you should talk to someone who is Indian and actually has knowledge of the culture. And also, uh, still, I, w- I don't think that's... <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a tough line, though, because it's yeah. like... You can love someone love else's culture, you know? Like, that's something that's very valid. It's like, you know, you can have deep respect for, like, yeah. something. But, like, yeah, it's like, you know, you don't want to exploit it. Or, yeah. like, you don't want to, like, yeah. yeah. It makes me think of the, uh, there's a Gilmore Girls episode mm-hmm. where uh, Rory doesn't get to go to Asia. She didn't get to, like, take this tour of Asia. So Lorelai, her mother, turns the house into Asia and shows up dressed in, like, a kimono and Lorelai has a line about like, oh, there's Japan over there, and there's China, and everything's sort of mixed all together. It's like an Asian hodgepodge, Ooh. and it's like, oh, brother. <laughs> just, you know, Asian cultures, just sample, just free uh, samples of everything. It's all the same anyway, right? Yeah. We're in a pagoda, and we're samurais, but also we're Pokemon. <laughs> like, Yikes. It's the worst. Yeah. I think there was Hello Kitty merchandise in that house as well of course in that episode uh so oh, yeah. uh robert did you like ever attend like themed parties have you ever stolen a culture growing up or like or what was your favorite not culturally just like a themed party like what, what has been your favorite that you've gone you to you know actually i wanted to say this earlier but in college i went to an 80s party dressed as dj tanner oh that's Ooh. great what was so what did that costume involve i think like a denim vest and like a long like floral dress Okay. I yeah, I like went with my like crew of girls. We were all like the the uh, Full House ladies, little oh, ladies. Okay, yeah. so because across the board, that's what you were going for. Yes. Yeah, so okay. I was DJ. Got like my friend Cindy was Stephanie. Frank Cade was Michelle. My friend Laura. Okay. Was uh, Kimmy. Nice. Yeah, I felt like we did a really good job. I felt like we accomplished it. I feel like when we or when I was in school, at least. Because I always, I always remind myself that we didn't overlap at Northern Kentucky yeah, University. Right. Um, but Which I think during my time, I'm pretty sure there was a Martin Luther King Day party. And you hear about those every now and then. College, white kids at colleges throwing Martin Luther King Day parties mm-hmm. where the joke is that uh, I remember, I feel, like, I feel like there's a photo of like, man, black what? students who were like in... It, like shackles, I'm not even kidding. What? I don't say this lightly. I really think there was a Martin Luther King Day party, and the joke was like at your college. Yeah, and I think the joke was like that there was like kind of a slave thing going on. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. I know. I really oh don't mean to say that lightly. God. I, I, I want to say I'm, I'm genuinely pulling from a memory here, and it's painful as shit because I didn't attend that party. But I, I never I, heard about this. I have a photo, in my, but that was back when that wouldn't have exploded like it would now. Sure, yeah. Now, like those things hit the internet immediately, and everyone gets taken down because of it. Well, have you seen Dear White People? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's like the whole plot of yeah. Uh, I oh, know, which some, is a great movie. Oh, great! I know someone who uh, felt she couldn't watch that movie because she felt like it would attack her. I felt like I couldn't watch that movie because I thought it would just be two hours of uh, black people yelling at me. Mm-hmm. That's weird oh, that what? you would think that. <laughs> yeah. Guilty conscience much? Guilty <laughs> conscience much? Uh, yeah, so, I, again, I don't say that lightly, but it, it gets well, uh, complicated. That's, yeah, right? that's... Well, but I was thinking more like, yeah, like an 80s party, something that you enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. I remember uh, in my time there was a Boots and Panties party, there was a toy party where yeah. everybody just dressed up as, like, various toy figures. Yeah. 
Man, college kids love you? themes. I didn't go to the toys party. Mm-hmm. When, that's, a fun, that's a fun theme. I feel like in the Boots and Panties party, I also wasn't like underdressed or anything. I don't mm-hmm. think I actually did that part of it. We had a too soon party. That was probably the one that was like... Colleges no, love touchy edge. parties. Too yeah. They love party. touchy, edgy parties. I went parties. to that one. Yeah. So up. what do you remember from the too soon party? Um, well, what, I what? was I was Dumbledore. Okay, okay. interesting. So yeah, uh, that's I, a good I had way time to, to I had time to while I was like, this is something I'll go as that it will be very the fictional things. Good. Uh, yeah, I was Dumbledore because I think the six Harry Potter movie had like come out earlier that year. And you, yeah, you weren't interested in shock value. No, no. I wanted to be safe. I do. I do remember someone uh, going nine eleven. Uh, yeah, boy. I mean, of course. Right. I mean, how do you? Yeah, which is just funny because it's like, do you, you want that on your Facebook? But there was there was a uh, you don't there you was don't. a <laughs> it, it did not get a good response. People were like, "This is bad." But then also, it's like you had you, ha- you hosted a too soon, soon party. party. Like, yeah, like really. I mean, come on. Was there like a JFK? Anything like that? No, there was like maybe like an Amy Winehouse and stuff like that. Interesting. Okay, so maybe nothing too, too from the past because it's got to be a too soon party. Right. Well, you know, uh, my first year out of college, uh, I attended a Halloween party dressed as a Virginia Tech zombie. So there's really no room for me to talk. John. No room for me to John. talk. Nothing. I went to You're a talking about the man that went to James Madison University in Virginia. <laughs> Oh, I feel the need to uh, vomit. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, it's Sean, you unlock this door. <laughs> and a girl said to me, "Fuck you," and I went, "Yeah." Yeah. I didn't argue with her. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, "But I'm not changing." Well, I couldn't because I was soaked in <laughs> fake blood. <laughs> I can't change. I have a bunch of fake blood on me. I wonder if I'll get laid at this party, considering I'm sticky like a cherry pie. <laughs> no, you're not, John. No. You're not destined to get laid at that party. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry. Maybe dressed in like something fun and cute and yeah. not offensive and stupid. We've all done stupid things. Not Brandon, not Robin, just me. Uh, <laughs> great. I've right. never we're, done we're anything perfect. stupid. Let's no. pass out no. some Mr. Bear Honeypot Hot Awards for sexy fashion. Yum. Yum! These are the awards that go to the individuals with the sexiest sense of fashion. Slurp, slurp. Slurp, slurp. <laughs> Brandon, who are you going to give it to? Even though I think we already know who you're going to give it to. I am going to give it to uh, DJ at the uh, party because she was dressed in that sexy Was style. she all in purple? She it was like, a like pink. Blue, uh, oh, oh yeah. sorry, Stephanie? Stephanie was blue. Blue. She DJ was pink. DJ was pink. Yep. And Kimmy was so DJ. purple. She had like a she like had like, pattern on something. Yeah, it was like long on. sleeves. Yeah, yeah I, like I give it to DJ. Lot. Okay. Yum, 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 Robin, please feel free to yum with us. Yum, 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 yum. I guess I'll just give it to Matt in his San Francisco Giants jersey. I mean, Lord knows I love a mask man. Yum, 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 yum. And Robin, who do you think is sexy? Matt, of course, in his veterinarian scrubs. That's two episodes in a row someone has voted for Matt in his scrubs. Yeah. Yeah, all day long. Thank you. It's a working, that's a working man's outfit. He's got scrubs and then he's got his like converse. That's what Carol said, yeah. Carol said. She was like, I love that combo. Brandon, I think it's time for your classic question. Homer. So, um, uh, <laughs> uh, catchphrases are a big part of this show and the original show. So my question to you is a two-parter. A, did you have a catchphrase growing up? Something you said a lot. And B, do you feel like you have a catchphrase now? 
Uh, I feel like I say classic a lot. Classic. Like classic. That's that's the current one. Yeah. Okay. You hear a story about someone's behavior and you're like classic. Classic, classic John. You hear about politics. Classic, classic politics. I didn't. I was a very quiet child, so I feel like that was probably my catchphrase. Three dots. It's just like <laughs> not your, saying anything. In a comic strip, your your dialogue just level. Like, literally like. <laughs> Where's Robin? The stare. It's just, it's just, just a staring. stare, like a blank stare. Was there anything you sort of cribbed from a movie or TV show that you liked? Man, I don't like. I, I liked quiet movies. I just uh, TV shows were minimal no dialogue. Talk. Silent movies, like Rugrats. <laughs> Technically, those babies weren't talking. Those babies had uh, catchphrases. They? Yeah, they. Uh, babies got to do what a baby's got to do. Well, we were just ta- talking about all that the other day, but the that's me. The Amanda oh. Bynes character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I right. remember thinking that was great. That's was that in All That or was that when she had her me. own show? That's when she had her own show. Oh, really? Or no, no. It was All That because she had, it was a segment where she like read the, yes. the uh, right. letters. Sometimes That's, I forget that she because she got had, so mad. Yeah. It's pretty amazing that they gave her her own sketch show. Like as a child, like she spun out. That's where Drake. That's where Drake got a start, baby. I thought Drake started on like Degrassi. From Drake and Josh. Oh, Drake and Josh. As opposed to Drake Drake. the singer. Right. No, Drake and Josh. Drake. That Drake started on the Amanda Bynes show. Oh God. You know what? I'm not surprised they gave her a show because she was very funny. She was great and very talented. She was a breakout on. She was so young when they first put her on all that. Yeah. She was like really. I remember when they because she wasn't original all that. I remember when they like added new members. They were like, "These are our new cast members." They got a, that's mm-hmm. that's something that I'm I'm a little surprised they haven't rebooted. They're they're, it's a really they're good having idea a, for a show. They are. And they did not invite Amanda. Oh, that would get a yeah, it looks like it's just Keenan Kel. Um, uh, the woman who did the news segment, Lori Beth, yeah. Lori Beth Denberg. Yeah, that would have been a bummer if they did not have her. Yeah, she was always she was great. great. They need to do like a full reboot because I think the idea of like a kids sketch show is a really good Kid, idea. Kids SNL is yeah. a good idea. Yeah, and yeah. what was so funny about the Amanda show is that she would come out like a late night talk show yeah. and be like, "Hey, everybody," and like do like a monologue and mm-hmm. stuff. I just think that's I don't know. That's I like so that much idea. Work you could definitely for a little girl and after a while. I mean, we wonder why she had a breakdown. <laughs> Have you ever seen the rocks as they're bashed by the waves? Over time. It'd be cool to reboot all that. They're strong, but they're not that strong. What, Brandon? It'd be cool to reboot all that and then have like child like celebrities as like the guests each week. Oh, that'd be n- fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. The kids from like Pete and Pete. Hey, we're here. No. <laughs> we're not doing anything else. No, this like is current, your future. current yeah. celebrities. <laughs> oh. Like current child celebrities. Oh, yeah. Not like, not like old fucks that are like, I'm back, baby. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, you get Nickelodeon from the past and you I'm, put him in the <laughs> present. I'm Theo from the Cosby Show. I'm back. <laughs> Hello, I'm that Australian woman who did, what was that game show where they had to guess what a thing was? Figure it out. Oh, I love Figure It Out. And she was an Australian athlete or something who hosted it. Uh, Summer. Summer, Summer. Summer Sanders. Summer Sanders, Sanders, I believe that's it. Summer Sanders. Also, reboot Nick Arcade. Apparently, I'm being really nostalgic today. Reboot Nick Arcade. That's a fun show. Reboot it. (laughs) Reboot it. (laughs) Reboot, reboot. I'm going to yell that in the internet. Reboot. Robin. Yes. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, gosh. Thank you for having me. Yes. 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 What would you like oh to God. promote in terms of my life? Your life. Well, I do have a stitching business, an embroidery business cool. called Sick Beat Stitch. Beat as in the root vegetable. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, B-E-E-T. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at SickBeatStitch or on Etsy, SickBeatStitch.etsy.com. Or on Facebook, Sick Beat Stitch. <laughs> yeah. And you, you, on like Instagram, for example, you, yeah. you can see all of the original pieces and the uh, customized pieces yes. that you've made. Yes. Um, so I do custom pieces as well. You made it's many for me. It's all hoop art. So yes. your classic like hoop, like granny hoop, Imagine embroidery, hoop. cross stitch thing. That's what I do. But I just make it a little more modern, a little different. Putting a spin on it. Putting a spin. Been on a classic. Well, I'm going to break down for a quick second how you can reach us. Of course, if you're listening through iTunes, that means you're probably a subscriber. So here's the thing: you got to go to the iTunes Store, give us a five star rating, and One, then two, write three, four, out five. write out a quick review telling us how much you love the show. Let's this is a great show. Let's increase the number of iTunes. This is a great. There. This is a great show. I love it. Wait a minute, Robin. What do you think the review should say? If someone were to go off of your notes here, what would you want them to write? Best episode ever. Robin's episode. Best, Best episode, episode ever. ever. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yes. Okay, yes. There you yeah. go. Best episode ever. Ever. Uh, the ghost. You can stream. You don't have to download. You can stream through Stitcher or Libsyn. That's howrudepodcast.libswayin.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find supplemental materials on hrpodcast.tumblr.com. You can send us emails at thehowrudepodcast at gmail.com. And we are also on Twitter. Brandon, your Twitter handle is? At B-E-E-Shock. Mine is J-O-N-P-E-R-N-I-S-E-K. This is the part of the show where we say our names as individuals. Okay. And then I will say, and we'll see you next time on. And then Brandon, uh, Brandon will do something to fuck up. Okay. The last moment, which is all three of us <laughs> saying, how rude. Okay. So you think you got it? I think so, Okay, yeah. great. So Brandon, start us off. I'm Brandon Shockney. I'm John Pernasek. I'm Robin Novak. And we'll see you next time on How Look out, Rude. laptop! It's Dick Tracy! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He's firing bullets! <laughs>